I'm talking with Josh McFarlane today. He spoke at the Southeast Collision Conference and talked about how you can keep ADAS calibrations in-house. Hmm, I got a lot of questions for him, which I think you'll have the same ones. <laughs> Hear what he has to say. Welcome to Body Bangin', your podcast for all things body. Auto body, that is. And now, introducing Body Bangin's host, Mickey Woods of Mickey Woods Marketing. Mickey is a former Auto Collision Center owner and is now a marketing and business development expert to shops across the globe. Hello, and welcome back to today's episode of the Body Bangin' Podcast. We are at the Southeast Collision Conference in Richmond, Virginia, and we are talking today with Josh McFarlane. He's with AirPro. We're going to talk a little bit about ADAS calibrations, but first, we're going to make sure we thank our sponsor, Lombard Equipment. You can purchase equipment from them. They do training, full service with great customer service. We want to make sure we thank them. So, Josh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Did you know what you were getting yourself into today with this? I did not. No, but but I trust you're going to tell me. It's too late. You can't yep. leave now. Yeah, I'm here now. <laughs> yes. So, Josh, today you're having a class. It's going to be a little bit later today That's on right. um, keeping ADAS calibrations in-house, correct? Right. Absolutely. So we do have Frank Turlup also talking about ADAS calibrations, but that's like doing it in a separate center. I think it's great you're talking about keeping it in-house because there are a lot of shops that are concerned about the calibration situation and how it's going to fit in with what they're doing. Is right. that kind of what you're going to be touching on? Yeah, I guess I, I my, my point is not subletting it out to someone else. Okay. So there's an and there's a number of different ways to go about that. Okay. And it's not a one size fits all approach. Right. So um how one person is doing it does not necessarily mean that's the way you need to be doing it. But right. the point is and I've got nothing against dealers. And uh -huh. and someone else's calibration center, etc. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But giving them the business means you're giving up control of the cycle time, right. the quality control, the 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 profit, the cost. Right? Mm -hmm. You're you're giving up control of all of that. And why? Yes. You can be doing some or all of it. I don't care what size your shop is. So, what do you feel like when shops say they're too busy? They don't have space. They don't have the proper technicians. I'm sure you hear that. Absolutely. I honestly and candidly, they're making excuses. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, how's that different than aluminum repair mm -hmm. with F 150s, you know, eight years ago? True. Right? True. It's just, it's a new hurdle. It's it a is. new thing they got to figure out. Yeah. Um, it's no different than waterborne. It's no different mm -hmm. than let's go back 40 years and, and talk about, you know, um, Unicides and and getting away from um, body on frame construction. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the same thing. It's it's a new thing that they have to deal with, but it's part right. of the process. It is yeah. part of repairing the vehicle correctly. And if you're depending on someone else to do it, I believe that's a weak link in your repair center technology. Your your repair center approach. Now, I know, I, and again, this is recorded. So if there's something that I say you don't want to answer, feel free to shut me up. Okay. <laughs> cut it out. Yeah, that's fine. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, so I know a lot of shops send their calibrations to the dealerships, and you had mentioned that. 
Um, yeah. Or even if they were to send it out to another center, do you know where the liability would fall then if there was ever an issue with the calibration that's done? If let's say they drop it to a shop and then the shop sublets it out, where does the liability land? With the shop that's performing the repair on the vehicle. Absolutely. With the initial customer. With, with okay, so it's, if it's Josh's auto body yeah. that took the keys from the customer, right. they own the liability. Ah, 100%. Now, you might find that that dealer or the ADAS calibration center or somebody may take on some small percentage of that. Yeah. Right? Or you may be able to go back and and I'm not going to get into the legal terms because I'm not going to use the right one and I'm not and yeah. I'm not the lawyer <laughs> right. in this situation. Right, right. But you may get them to share in that responsibility yes. in some way. Okay. But I guarantee you, you're going to be the one sitting in the first chair mm-hmm. at the defendant's table. Right. Okay. Not at the, you're not going to, you're not going to get somebody else to sit in the first chair. You'll be sitting at the first chair. I think that's something that's really important in all of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That I don't think people are thinking about potentially. And that's, that's true in every state across the country. Like that's a hundred percent. Like I'm not aware of any exceptions to that. Interesting. Okay. So now, how would a shop, where would a shop start with all of it? Because it is it is a complicated new process that, sure. and there is specific training, just like if you're getting certified for, you know, Jaguar Land Rover, you have to go to their specific training. So yep. I assume it's something similar. Do you find shops are hiring somebody entirely new to take over this component? Or are they giving additional training to somebody already on staff? So I start here. I start with the the question of are you doing pre and post scans? Are you doing diagnostics? Okay. Yeah. At this point, right? In this industry, I think most of the shops that are sitting here having a conversation about what should I be doing for for calibrations? Yeah. Will say, "Yes, I'm doing something for diagnostics." Are right. they doing everything they should be? Maybe not, but they're doing something. Okay. Which means they either have a partner or they have a tool. Mm-hmm. If they have a partner or they have a tool, odds are they have a path to be able to perform the calibration as okay. far as the tool is concerned. Okay. The software side of it. Yes. Okay. So there's a software and there's a hardware okay. component to calibrations. Okay. And I don't, and the hardware side of it is targets. The software okay. side of it is the diagnostic tool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you can get it, you can get into the weeds on the software side and say, well, does the tool have the capability? But let's not get that far into the weeds right now. Let's just okay. assume that the tool is going to. Because okay. More often than not, if it's a capable tool, it's going to have it. Or it can be made to have it. So, right, you just have to upgrade it to the next level or something. Okay. But, you, but you're doing diagnostics. That means you have, you can get there. Okay. So even right. if you have to augment a little bit what you have for tooling, yeah. you can get there. Okay. Okay. So now dynamic calibrations. Let's leave staticals alone. Let's okay. leave radar alone. Dynamic, all you have to do with the tool is trigger it in the software and okay. go drive it. Okay. So unless you live in LA or New York or in the heart of Minneapolis or some other major metro, metro area, yeah, getting out and doing the dynamic is not a big, big headache. Okay. Just go out and read the service information. Right, understand mm-hmm. what the requirements are and go perform right. the dynamic calibration. It's okay. a matter of driving the vehicle. That okay. applies for most of your domestics and some Europeans. And, and that gives you a good percentage of your work mix where you're going to be doing the dynamic calibrations. 
Okay. Okay. So now you've got your feet wet. You're yeah. doing dynamic calibrations. You're you're a percentage of the way there mm-hmm. by looking at your work mix. You're going to know what that percentage is, but you're you're already doing it, and you haven't made any investment, and mm-hmm. you don't need any space for that. Right. Right. Good point. Yeah. I haven't I haven't had to deal with level floors or lighting or what color yes. the walls are or or anything. Right. All I've done is I've taken a tool I already have. A person that was already using it. Maybe it was a mobile mobile person. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was my remote diagnostics provider, like Ada, like AirPro, right? Right. Whatever. But I can now go start doing di- dynamics instead of sending it to the dealer. Yeah. We're not talking about a big big deal. And by the way, you should probably already be road testing your vehicles anyhow, right? <laughs> right. So <laughs> add this in as a component of that. It's a little right. bit more complicated road test. Yeah. It's more than just driving it around the block to mm-hmm. see if it rattles or or vibrates. Right. Right. But but you can do that. Okay. So now you're dealing with dynamic calibrations. You're you're in the game. Right. Okay. So next step with minimal space requirements and minimal costs is add radar to that. You can deal okay. with blind spot. You can deal with forward facing and and a few others. Um, you can get a kit from us for a thousand dollars. That's a universal kit, and and you have the hardware. Again, it'll work with. Whatever software solution you have, okay. As long as it can trigger it, it'll work. And space requirements are still pretty limited. Mm. You can do it indoors or outdoors. It requires a relatively level floor. It's not the same as forward-facing camera. It's not nearly as sensitive to that. Okay. So you, it's it's more accommodating, if you will. Right. The space requirements aren't as significant. Right. And so you can get into radar. Radar right. is. Almost every time you take a bumper, mm. how often do we take bumpers off? Yeah, all the time. Right, right. Yeah. So, so if you think about how often you're taking a bumper off, and now you're de- or a grill, right? Yeah. Because because the forward facing radar is either behind the grill or the bumper. Right. And 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 if you think auto emergency braking from what year forward is a hundred percent penetration, mm. and it's either behind the bumper or the grill. Mm-hmm. So. It's there right. and it needs a calibration. Right. Like there's no debating it. It yeah. needs a calibration. Yeah. So why not? Why 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 aren't we adding that into the mix instead of sending that down the road and subletting right. it to someone else? Right. Okay. And again, low cost of entry, mm-hmm. not a terribly complicated setup process. Right. Not a big space requirement. It doesn't require all the other environmental conditions mm-hmm. of the color on the walls, color of the yep. floor. Lighting, yes. those things aren't factors. You can technically get away with it outside. It's just not as complicated. So what you're left with is static calibrations. Mm-hmm. That's generally where it gets cal- where it gets a bit more complicated. Okay, that's where you start talking about Autel kits or Bosch yes. kits or True Points or Mosaics or whatever. But let's say that you want to get around all of that, and I'm going to put my I'm going to put my sales hat on for just a moment. Okay, because we have a solution for that. We have Augie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Augie sits on the on the windshield and it performs a static calibration for a forward-facing camera. Okay. It doesn't require any space requirements. I can do it inside, I can do it outside. It doesn't matter if the floor is level, doesn't matter how much fuel is in the tank. Wow. Doesn't matter if it's daylight or or, or raining. Like it, none of those conditions matter. If it's pouring out, I can't do it. But 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 outside of outside of it pouring, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter what the conditions are. Wow. It takes everything else out of the equation. Wow. Now, you're going to ask me next. I'll, I'll save you the trouble. Is it OEM <laughs> approved? 
<laughs> it is not. Yeah, yeah. But neither is Autel or Bosch mm-hmm. or OptiAim mm-hmm. or or TruePoint outside of of Rivian and Lucid, right? They're, none of these systems are because right. they. And that's not a re- reflection on those tools. I'm not. I'm not saying anything negative about any of those other products. Right. Those tools aren't approved by the OEMs because the OEMs aren't in the business of going out and approving third-party yeah. solutions. True. They 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 come to the market with a solution and then they have one. Right. They don't look for second and third and fourth solutions. Right. right. So they have one. They're done. They move right. on to the, their next problem to solve. Yeah. So my point is, start with dynamic, with no additional investment if you're doing. If you're doing diagnostics, right. move into radar with minimal additional investment. And then if you want to get to static, you can come our way and, and we can help you get there at a pretty low cost. I mean, the retail price of an Augie is $7,300, which oh. is less than any other target system in the marketplace. And and we can do it in whatever environment you want to do it. We can do it mobile. So right? what about now the first two that you were talking about, like the dynamic and then doing radar, that type of thing. Um, oh, how sure. do the OEs feel about, I assume those are tools that you're providing? We can, absolutely. Okay. But you can also you can also use a snap-on scan tool. You can use an OE scan tool. We can, yeah. You can use, you can work with Aztec or Opus. You can work with mm-hmm. what any it, a mobile diagnostics provider, somebody that's coming to you. My point is keep it, yeah. keep it under your roof you can use an autel. It, 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 there's yeah. any any capable tool that okay. will trigger that calibration. Right. Will, it will allow you to get that job done. Bosch, OptiAim, right? Anything out there that'll that'll do the job. Now, how much extra time do you find it's adding to the actual repair to perform at least the first two, the the simpler, I guess we'll call them of the two. So dynamic calibrations can be anywhere from ten to I don't know, forty-five minutes. I mean, it oh, really gosh. kind of it, okay. it. It really depends on the on the. It depends on the shop location. Mm-hmm. It depends on 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 the vehicle and the complexity of the of the test drive that's required. Okay. Right. So True. if Makes you sense. happen mm-hmm. if you happen to be located adjacent to an open road that has all the right kind of conditions easily yeah. met, and and this is a and this happens to be one of the OEMs that just requires. I'm going to make up an example. 40 miles an hour for two miles at a, at a steady state. Yeah. You can achieve that pretty quickly. Right. If it's one that requires something a little bit more complex, that may take a little longer. So yes. it varies. Okay. But it's not super complicated. Right. But you have to meet those conditions. It does yes. require, you know, um, generally a clear day. If it's a really overcast mm-hmm. day, that right. might be a little tricky. Um, right. If there's a bunch of snow on the ground, dynamic gets difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, if there aren't any road signs or the lines are on the road are obscured. That makes it more difficult. So that's why dynamic mm. can be trickier depending on where you're located, the time gotcha. of year, things like that. Yeah. Well, because I'm thinking to to take away from the excuses, if we'll call them, yeah. uh, the time is one yeah. of those. So right. ten, somewhere between 10 and 45 minutes, give me a break. Yeah. Well, and listen, you should be getting compensated for that time. 100%. This, yeah. 100%. So, so you're adding time, but... So let's talk about that time for a moment. If you're if you're transporting that vehicle to the dealer, a yeah. they're going to have to deal with those that those that time. That's you're going to wait thinking, for that yeah. vehicle. You're going to wait for that vehicle to be in line at the dealer, right? Right. And then wait for them to let you know that it was done. <laughs> and then you're going to have to go back and get it. Right. Right. And then you're going to have to finish, let it get back through your line to be 
ready for detail and final prep and whatever, right? Yeah. Be finished in your process. So time, I don't know. That feels like a a not very well thought out excuse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because well, and I I would assume that they, no matter who you take it to, they still have the same potential issues that you would have. Absolutely. Doing yeah, the they're still in the same yeah. climate and the same right, and in the same environmental conditions, right? Yes. If if yes. you're in LA, they're in LA. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so those problems still exist. Yeah. It's right. just, I don't know. I it's it's a new problem, and it's complicated. Yeah. And so, don't get me wrong. Like, don't, I, I don't want to sound like I'm making light of the level of things that a body shop manager has to manage. There's right. a lot of things. Right. And this is one more. Right. But there's money to be made too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Profit margins, if they're doing this well, is are 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 not are not to be taken lightly. Yeah. They they can make money at this. And right. they should be. Right. And that's what they're in business for, right? So there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um and and so Lastly, I think it goes into and it starts to overlap with what Frank is talking about. And if you can, you can hear him in the background, probably. Oh, is that um, who that is? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 Frank about yeah. uh, about a hundred yards to my right. Yeah, um, yeah, just starting his presentation. And and so what what he's what he and I both are are talking a little bit about is is whether or not you keep it under your under your business or if you open a different shingle, right? Right. And so set aside whether or not you're going to try and service others in your community, others yeah. in your in your market. Right. The the notion of should I have a different shingle? Should I hang another shingle mm-hmm. and sublet to that? Mm-hmm. No different than I mean, how long have have the have our partners in this industry been subletting to themselves for towing business? Yeah. That's not a new Good thing, point. right? Yep. They've all. How many people have had? Like, I'd love to see a number. I don't know what this number is. Maybe you do, but how no. many? How many collision repair shops in this industry have a towing business that a is a separate LLC? Yeah, it's not a small number, right. right? Right. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. And it and it's not it's not just because they wanted to have a tow truck <laughs> and they felt like driving one, right? Like <laughs> yeah. there's there's this money there fun. to be right. There's there's money there to be made. Yeah. Right. And and so. For the, for very similar reasons, the the ability to sublet to that and and charge labor and and be able to collect on invoices if you're working with a third party yeah and, and things like that um, I think there's I think there's real benefit to that um, yeah. when you start working with a third party and and this is going to sound like I'm pitching AirPro and it it's a little bit self serving but that's not my motivation here mm-hmm. we have 150 technicians. That okay. do remote diagnostics and remote calibrations day in and day out. I don't have any of those remote di- remote technicians that I allow or want to work on more than four or five max mm. um, brands at a time. At you know okay. in in their in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Now the reason for that is they're dealing with third party software and OE software mm. day in and day out. Yeah, and and the ability for them to be proficient and experts in that software, and right. try and juggle multiple different software types and be experts in it. Yeah, and then add another one and another one and another right. one right. is not a practical expectation. Right. And right. so if if I'm at if I'm at Mickey's Body Bang and Body Shop, yeah, and and expecting that I'm going to have one person manage thirty different brands, right, and know. 
everything there is to know about the calibration process and the software for all of those different brands, especially yeah. if I'm going to be OE-centric on mm -hmm. all of those brands, I don't think that's even close to a reasonable expectation. No. So you need to have a partner in some capacity. Yeah. Now, could you could you internalize some of those brands? Sure. Maybe maybe you take a look at your work mix and you say, I'm going to make the top four or five. Right, and those right. are the ones where I'm going to buy the tooling. Yes. That and, makes sense. And, mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep I'm going to maximize my profits on those. Right. But the rest, I'm going to work with a partner. Yeah. And and I'm going to and and I'm going to leverage their skill set for these others. Yeah. Something along those lines. Right. And 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 I think the the benefit of doing something like that is you're you know you've always got an expert working on the tool and working on the car. Right. Um, as right. opposed to somebody that's just kind of a mile wide and an inch deep with their, their skill level, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good points. Yeah. Well, and I like what you talked about. I'm always, even when I do marketing for shops, it's always, you know, let's walk into the pool rather than cannonball into the end. And right. I, that I like, so I like your approach of, okay, if you're already doing the this, then it's yeah. a natural progression to work your way into it. It's a lot less Absolutely. scary. It's a lot more practical rather right. than jumping into it and then you're totally overwhelmed and you're making mistakes. Now we've yeah. got a whole nother set of problems. Right, right. Yeah, so I I appreciate that. Well, I think you've given people something to think about for sure. Awesome. Yeah, and it will be interesting to see what shops choose to do yeah. moving forward. I think more people are going to start adopting this for sure. I think it has to. <laughs> I yeah. think they do eventually, right? I have clients that I work with that have done that and they've opened up their own separate calibration center. And yeah. holy cow, they're blowing up. They love it. They yeah. love it. Absolutely. There's hard, and there's really not a whole lot of competition either, right. which is yeah. great. Yeah. It's not like, you know, oh, I don't know which calibration center. Like, well, there's one. <laughs> so... Right, right. Them, or the dealer, you know? Yeah, right, right. I I'm all for it. And I appreciate you getting snagged and coming on here with me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, to. your session today is going to be great, I'm sure. And it was yeah. nice to meet you. We've never officially met. So, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you. Well, everybody, thanks for listening and stay tuned as we continue to interview people at the Southeast Collision Conference. And again, thank you to Lombard Equipment, who's our wonderful sponsor. See you next time. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We have some incredible topics and guests coming your way you will not want to miss. If you are watching on YouTube and don't want to miss the latest and greatest, you'll want to hit the bell after subscribing so you will get a pop-up each time a video podcast goes live. To our devoted fans, would you mind paying it forward and sharing this little gem with someone else you think may benefit from it? Much love from all of us here at Body Bangin', all things Autobody.